In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When the Blessed Virgin Mother became the dwelling place of God the Son, when the incarnation happened and the Holy Spirit overshadowed her and she conceived Jesus Christ in her womb, was that simply so that Mary would feel blessed? Was that for her benefit primarily? Was that for her personal fulfillment? You don't have to think about that more than a second or two. You, your Christian ears know immediately, no, of course not, that's, that's preposterous. The, the incarnation didn't happen just uh, for Mary's benefit. There was a far greater purpose. He came into the world through her, and obviously he came to reconcile everyone to himself so that we could all be reconciled to God, so that when he offered up the sacrifice on the cross, we could all be reunited with God the Father through him. Those, the, that exact description might not flow immediately from your tongue, but you know that Jesus came to save us. Likewise, when you receive Holy Communion, when the miracle of transubstantiation takes place and our Lord becomes truly present and then is inside of you, is that, is that primarily for your benefit? Is that so that you can feel blessed and loved? Is that for your personal fulfillment? I suggest the answer is exactly the same. No, God comes for a greater purpose. Christ continues to come into the world. He does love you. He does want you to know his blessing. He does want you to be whole and complete. Because he wants you to be reconciled to God the Father. And he wants you to be part of the sacrifice that gives eternal praise to God the Father. The same purpose as his coming to Mary in the first place. When we celebrate here at the altar, usually people think just in terms of the Blessed Sacrament, our Lord's presence becoming truly real, and our being able to receive the sacrament. Beautifully, there are those who understand that there is a lot more going on than just simply my being able to receive a sacrament. Because when the sacrament is the primary purpose, if for whatever reason someone can't receive the sacrament, they're less inclined to be here in the first place. Which is why in 
our culture, mass attendance fluctuates tremendously. And in other cultures, it doesn't matter what they've done, doesn't matter how badly they need to go to confession, doesn't matter how much they know they can't receive Holy Communion, people still go to Mass no matter what. Because it's not primarily about receiving the sacrament. It's about being present when Christ offers the sacrifice to God the Father. Very closely related to each other, no doubt. And then when, when Mass becomes about my receiving the sacrament, what also happens? Some people decide they don't feel a need. I don't, I don't feel the need to go to church today. I don't feel the need to receive the Blessed Sacrament. That's nice. I don't usually feel the need for oxygen, but I always need it. It really is a beautiful mystery to contemplate how God comes to you. And, and all the love and, and all the grace that you have ever been aware of truly does come to you. And, and that's not all. And it's not over. In no way is it my purpose to diminish what it means to receive the blessed sacrament. But the reality is there's so much more even beyond that. He is drawing you into his sacrifice. Think of, the, of, of this little detail and contemplate it and tell me what you think later on. How interesting it is that our Lord had the Last Supper and used that as the occasion for his giving them the Holy Eucharist for the first time. Now, of course, the Last Supper figures into our Lord's sacrifice. This is the Passover. This is the new Passover with the new covenant. Why was that the occasion for them to consume our Lord's body, blood, soul, and divinity. It's fascinating because they didn't receive his, uh, his passable flesh, his corruptible flesh on Holy Thursday. He didn't give them pieces of his hand or his arm to chew on. They received the Holy Eucharist just as we do under the appearance of bread, under the appearance of wine. It truly is Christ completely, body, blood, soul, and divinity. It helps us to remember that his body really did die, really was buried in the ground, really did rise from the grave on the third day, and really ascended into heaven. We received that body, the same body that was conceived and born in the Blessed Virgin Mary's womb. That body is real. It's not something that used to exist. Now it's resurrected. We receive our Lord's body, blood, soul, and divinity. The apostles did the day before he died. How is that even conceivable? Well, consider how the Blessed Virgin Mary was conceived in her mother's womb 
immaculate, free of all sin, free of original sin as an anticipation of the fruits that would come from the cross. The apostles do likewise the day beforehand. They receive the Holy Eucharist. Wouldn't it make more sense? It, it might make more sense if our Lord had given them, the apostles, the Holy Eucharist for the first time when his body was already resurrected, but did not do so. I don't know why exactly, but I can offer you one thing to ponder. When our Lord died on the cross, he was in the apostles. When our Lord died on the cross, he was inseparable from those for whom this sacrifice was being offered. And even in particular, he was inseparable from those who would be offering up this sacrifice. Truly, our Lord is the one who dies on the cross. His sacrifice is being offered up, and he intends, it is intrinsic to the sacrifice that we are to be part of it by our own faith, by our own choosing to open ourselves to the grace that God gives us, to be drawn into the sacrifice and to be taken up to God the Father. There are many, many beautiful ways to reappreciate what it means that our Lord still comes to us on the altar and gives us his body and blood. If, if these thoughts have been helpful, then thanks be to God. I did make uh, about a hundred booklets of other very closely related meditations on the Blessed Sacrament and receiving Holy Communion from the True Devotion to Mary by St. Louis de Montfort, and they're in the lobby. Please take one. And please don't just take our Lord and Savior and the Blessed Sacrament and go. His, he didn't come here just so that you can get what you need and then go about your business. He, he came to draw you and to be, make you part of his holy sacrifice. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.